No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspy, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available, and spots are extremely limited, so visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongssummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. Define, define, define. spells... Define, define premium define. cannabis. <laughs> cannabis, 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 cannabis. So, Define Premium Cannabis is one of the amazing sponsors of No Simple Road. Yay. They have Thank two you locations guys. here in Portland to serve you one in Forest Grove and one in Hillsborough. If you go in and you say, hey, I listen to No Simple Road, not only will you get a free t shirt, but you will get 10% off your purchase because you're part of our family. 
Free That's samples. Simple as that. And money off. Yeah. I know. Swag. Yeah. And a percentage. And do it. Go do it. They already have good prices. You're going to get 10% off that. You're going to get education you're gonna get the best stuff from Premium. garden of the gods this is another <laughs> shout out garden of the gods is featured in um no or not no Lucifer defined, Road, um, it, defined um, premium cannabis stores and their shit is fire i just gotta say we smoked Hades, Hades OG, OG last yeah, night and oh my i was gosh. on the couch like rambling blah, 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 blah. i took one hit Yep. And he it was, was like, out. shut That's the fuck up and go to needed. sleep. <laughs> One hit of this knocked your ass I was, on the couch. I was on the couch completely awake, but I couldn't open my eyes and I couldn't speak. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking yeah, for so that, come, yeah. and they got, come visit us. They we got, got lemon flufflins with a high CBD, which I fucking love. It takes all your aches and pains away. Which I need to hit And then, right and one, to be fair, we have... A lot of farms yes. we deal with. We have okay. that's just, lot of, just, some of the farms. Just, a lot of strains available. Laird Family Farms, uh, Hi Fi Farms, Gnome Grown. Uh, it, so all of it that, is at yeah. a lot. Where so, do you know all these? It's, it's almost like you that's what I do. Oh, and speaking of that, I work at the Apple. Hillsboro location. Yeah, and I would Ask love. For Apple. I would be so happy when somebody comes in and asks for me, and I get to give you a discount and a shirt. And yeah, just right. get to know that you. Full circle, Not guys. To mention, and we have everything. They got dope merch, and they that's got a site just, you know, where you can go buy their dope merch. I mean, yeah. just about everybody right sitting here right warm. now is wearing merch. Yep, Apple and Ryder are wearing beanies. So anyway, come in. We have topicals, edibles. We got your vape pen needs. We got in-house vape pens that are just amazing, many flavors, and come visit us our bud tenders are very knowledgeable they will hook you guys up we yep. spend time with every customer we like to get to know you if you don't especially if you don't know and you're nervous about coming into a place come see us because we will make you feel comfortable yeah so if you're lucky enough to live up in the portland area head out to the hillsborough location or the one in forest grove and if you want to check them out online on instagram it's at define premium cannabis yes and what about, their what about their merch site? At merch Define one? Apparel, you can go to and... Uh, check out the merch. Yeah. yeah. All right. Head, them, head over there. Check it out. Bye. This episode of No Simple Road is also brought to you by... Shop, Shop Tour Bus. Bus. First Shop take, guys. Tour Bus. Go to shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus on Instagram and get yourself a Grateful Dead inspired t-shirt, hoodie, sticker and now baby, baby merch. merch. Oh, Jasper's going to get to wear some Shop yep. Tour Bus gear. Yeah. Mm. Luke and the Roadies are very intentional, loving, caring members of this community and this family and they are creating some of the most beautiful Grateful Dead inspired stuff out there and it's not just the shirt that's the thing. The mm. reason that I fell in love with them originally is because of the way that it comes to you. You get a Grateful Dead inspired hand designed box with a lyric inside of it and your shirt is like very nicely rolled up with a piece of twine on it and you get a fucking bootleg in that box and then all other kinds of surprises. You're going to get way more than just a t-shirt. Trinkets. Gigas. And thank you to Sweet Bob, right? Bob. Thank you, Bob. And all you guys out there that have sent tapes, that listen to this show, that have sent tapes to Shop Tour Bus. 
thank you for keeping them stocked up. Yeah. And Bob, a special shout out to you for doing what you're doing, yeah. keeping yeah. them stocked, man. So Regular. thank you. Guys. He's a historian. Yep. What thank Apple? you. Oh, it's just I was just looking at what they're doing. Just, what are they, they doing? always put a smile on my face. There's the post of the baby. Yeah. With the eyes oh, with of the world. Z. And having that fabric on little baby skin, you guys, yeah, it's not, a must. Their t shirts are so soft. So that baby merch, I just can't wait. I yep. can't wait to get my hands on it. They're the so, softest shirts I own. Yep. And they got a fire on the mountain hoodie available. They just posted yeah. a couple of days yeah. ago. It's freaking yeah. awesome. That's one of my favorite shirts I have. Yeah. They call it Hoodie on the Mountain. Hoodie got on it. Mountain. So, <laughs> shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus on Instagram. Go over there. Hook yourself up. Hook up a friend with a gift certificate. Yeah. And if you put in the code No Simple Road, you will get free shipping on your order, which is huge. And it just means you're part of the family. So Go. support our sponsor, Shop Tour Bus. We love you. I got all this weed. What am I going to keep it in? Well, I got I got like a couple Ziploc bags. Dude, why I would I keep... I got some tinfoil. No, you guys. It's, oh. This is 2019. Why would I keep weed in a baggie <sighs> or fucking tinfoil? Okay. Come on, man. What if there was a company that like knew all the regulations for every state that had legal cannabis if they like knew all the labeling requirements and child proofing stuff and they that one company was like the biggest supplier what if that was a thing that'd be amazing wouldn't that be cool you're asking i don't know man that's unreasonable well Ryder, i have news for you no fucking i do kush supply company or kushco is our wonderful osiris sponsor and partner who also happens to be the largest producer of packaging products for the cannabis industry. Oh, <gasps> shit. No guess way. what? You don't have to keep your weed in a baggie or tinfoil or in a fucking cellophane from your cigarette pack anymore. Treat so, it nice. Yeah, man. Respect and as all this stuff changes and it continues to be legalized, one company has emerged as a go-to to produce state-of-the-art and compliant packaging for cannabis, and that's... Pushco. Pushco. So what does it mean? All the states have these different laws about how you can package cannabis. They need to be child-proof. they got to have different labels and all that. Kush knows the regulations for every state, but packaging doesn't have to be ugly, boring, or stupid like tinfoil or cigarette cellophane. They work with all their producers to create their own branding on amazingly innovative boxes, tubes, bottles, and other packages so they look amazing and function the way you need them to. So, and just saying... They also produce vaping hardware and supplies. If you have been in a dispensary lately, and I know everybody here has, you've seen Kush products. Kush has offices in 10 states plus Canada and China. Please go to kushsupplyco.com forward slash podcast to learn more about what they're up to. Hi, this is Lucas Nelson with Promise of the Real, and the podcast you're listening to is part of the Osiris Network. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with podcasts and live experiences about artists and topics you love. Sign up for the newsletter at OsirisPod.com to stay in the loop.
eyes they're up not. Here. Your eyes, eyes up are here. not yeah. up there. Your eyes are way on the back of your head. That's true. It's I'm just nice saying. About this hat. It's like blinders. Here we go. And rolling. That's what happens Ooh. when you stare at crotches. What? What? Why you gotta make it weird, man? We were, in his defense, we were talking about staring at crotches. Yeah. Why were we talking about... Anyway. <laughs> well, you gotta wait <laughs> for the answer. My God. Why, Why were we talking about staring at crotches? Because um, we, we were Alex talking about Alex wearing awkward. his hat wrong. Okay. His backward pants. Hey, no now. context will make it right. No simple robe family. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Welcome back. I'm fucking exhausted. How about you guys? I bet you guys are exhausted. Yeah, it's been a long... We have had yeah. a long run. Yeah. This is the What okay, I'm gonna I'll start it off then. Yeah. Please, Why are you guys help. exhausted? You guys have <laughs> well, had a long three days, Jesus yeah. Christ. So Yeah. We left Thursday morning and jumped on an airplane. Or inside of an airplane. Jumped. We didn't jump on it. We we walked <laughs> we inside. They won't let you fly. No like jumping. That. No. No. There's more leg room. We but took they won't an airplane to LA and we saw our grandson. Ooh. <laughs> and our daughter. Oh my god, you guys, Jasper, and our son in law. The whole trip. And my mommy. And Wella. And then we went to Love You Down. Dang. Oh my gosh. We got love down at Love You Down. Mm-hmm. We literally got massaged with love at Love You Down. It was From definitely a. An experience. I'll it, say that. It was a, I keep looking at it as a gathering of a tribe. Yeah. Yeah. Sydney, yes, all exactly of them knew, know each other so well. They're all so, so supportive and so loving. Yeah, we're and not talking 40, 50 people here. We're talking about hundreds. There was like 1,000 people. Yeah. It, was over, it was like 1,200 okay, each so, night. Wow. So 1,200s, right? Um, like, that's a lot of people to be that close and to be that sweet and to be that... Like Love I don't, down. I didn't hear about any um, incidents or anything. Nobody got like wheeled out or. I didn't, no, I security no. was super cool. Yeah, yeah. How you know, yeah. I saw no Shout problems. out to Echoplex Security for and real Echo. though. And I, you know, I've been paying attention to security much more <laughs> because in the recent weeks. In the recent weeks, and we'll just leave it. I'm at just that. gonna say that that um, Echoplex had some mighty fine security. So thank you so much so i would be remiss in my duties if i didn't say thank you to tom and rj and everybody at osiris yes our amazing guys. network that we're on for thank making you. it possible for mel apple and i to get down to love you down yeah and They've without them it wouldn't happen so and some love thanks you guys we love you and i'm stoked that we were able to get the osiris word out and hang our banner and get some really really cool interviews they're short because we were on a time constraint when we were there but these they're interviews all are they solid. need to say yeah they really are yep. it really was they so, were great little short interviews of what it was like to be there because you had only a short time to connect with people because they mm-hmm. had to be either get up on, on the stage, stage or, or go was, do a dj set yep. or whatever so we had to like tag team and find out when the you know easiest time to go interview each person was but the interviews that we have for you guys are just rad yeah. the conversations were just rad getting to know sego was really a Golden pleasure Sons, for me swim and 
yeah everything and i just want to say a special um love you down shout out to chris and your mom and your whole family and your grandma yeah we're there with you guys yeah we love you sending you love man so what were we gonna say apple well it's just because like we said to all of them there's that it was uh short interviews but they're we'll be talking to all these people again this is adam and sydney's you know tribe tribe of people and and these people this that generation and these people they have a they have a lot to say and a lot of and a lot of love their thing man and they do it's beautiful it's really it's raw it's real yeah and it's and it's all love and it really really is and for me like there was a point while we were there where we were watching Sago play and it reminded me of like Beck and the butthole mm-hmm. surfers and Sonic youth all rolled up into one, but something new. And I had this feeling of like remembering going to punk rock gig- gigs as a kid. Yes. And, but it was full circle. It was like that thing completed brought back it like all folded together yeah. and now you got your dough to cook that new that mm-hmm. new loaf yeah <laughs> i was like whoa and it was cool to like be able to feel good about that thing again because when i think about that time in my life i'm like god i was so yeah out you've, of it you've disconnected from that a completely. lot more you don't like to listen to mm-hmm. that stuff and mm-hmm. that's how but you, i felt in life that's how you deal with things like you i'm done estrange yourself from whatever it is and then maybe come poking back around and, and have a healed relationship mm-hmm. and but that, you at first cut that shit that off. night totally that did that for, i was like oh my god this is fucking beautiful again and it made me so happy. I loved it. So I that's happy. just the what tempo. I need. I kept. I thank them all. It rejuvenated me. It gave yeah. me. It gave me faith in like L.A. again. I mean, that is a creative place. We felt it when we were down there. For everything L.A. is, it's, think, there's a lot of creativity. Yeah, that some comes beautiful out of shit there. happening down I there. I think man. if you guys just look at L.A. from the outside and and think about all the dumb stuff that everybody talks about, the traffic and the expensive, and okay, get past that people are fucking being so creative and living their life and having a blast and just and doing what, it yeah they're just no, doing like, it with no rules or yeah expectations so or why why the fuck not like go to LA go I mean, it made me so happy that that's where we get to go Can instead I have a lighter, of like please? feeling scared lighter. for my kids like Sid and Adam being there it made me feel Thank good you. yeah yeah seeing and Go that's what I was going to say when you're talking about that it, it made me appreciate all that again it brought all my love of Sonic Youth back and stuff that's been kind of shelved mm-hmm. and say and there's at the one point with Sago I was with Preston when he was, say, he was saying fill in the gaps everybody oh, yeah, come yeah, forward yeah. and I'm standing there with Preston okay. and we're like pogoing like <laughs> because the whole crowd everybody was just going I want crazy everybody and then Adam came on stage Apple Dude, it was it was fucking it was fun. So fun. Yeah. <clears throat> Santa tempo, Claus up being and able to like boing, bang boing, your boing. head, you know, like get like get yeah. in there. It was like scratching an itch. Like it felt awesome. So we're talking about why we're tired. So that was the first day we were there. And we went, we hung out with the grandkid after the next day in Sydney. Grandkid. Did our Ew, thing. Oh, you said it that way. And then <laughs> did it again Friday night. Jasper. Jasper. Did it again Friday night. Another round of amazing interviews and 
experiences and saw war paint and and your sister showed up and oh, I hung out with my Allie. little sister oh Allie that's that my favorite so thing special. that happened and I wasn't even there what a special fun night you yeah, were there I was you there. were there right then went and slept in a weird hotel for like four hours <laughs> drove to the airport got on a plane back to Portland landed took a nap for a couple hours and then went well, and we saw Dark Star. Well, we came home to some bomb-ass lunch. Like, yep. I was starving. Was and it then baking we... carbonara? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, my we, gosh. We came, home, we came home to Ryder and Simon, and Blaze is visiting, and Alex, Alex is over. They're all here are you having fun, cooking up lunch. It, it was, was really beautiful to come sweet. home. It was cool to come home to our tribe. Yeah. Yep. And, yeah. And while you guys were getting your boogie on it love you down in LA and stuff that's exactly what was happening up here we had like it was like boys night Aww. it was it was for sure boys <laughs> Blaze and Ryder and Simon and I like we all kind of played hooky it was funny I wasn't gonna <laughs> come of, over until like Friday night 1, or maybe Saturday morning and Ryder texted me the night before and was like hey I don't work tomorrow like you can come over whenever and I was like okay well me neither <laughs> and then I'll be over at 12 and so they like met me down at the I had just texted Blaze and was like hey when are you coming around this weekend and they came to pick me up at the train station, and it was like all four of us. And I got in the car. I was like, "Wow, we're all hanging out!" And we all admitted that we were <laughs> <laughs> we all called playing hooky. And uh, and then we just hung out and we drank some wine and smoked some cannabis prepared and listened apocalypse. to music. Prepared for the snow no apocalypse. that yep. didn't really pan Aww. out, and that's okay. We had a, <laughs> we, we got, had a crazy time in the Fred Meyer. We did. Like, and I, I, we bought stuffed animals. Yeah. For all of you in different oh. parts of the country, Fred Meyer is the Pacific Northwest equivalent to. Um, it's Kroger. Kroger, Kroger, Walmart. Smith's? Is that Smith's? Walmart? Yeah, it's not Walmart. Well, it's not Walmart. No, Smith's Walmart. is Smith's Target ish. It's nicer. Yeah, it's, Smith's, yeah, it's like. With it's, more of a grocery store. It's anyway. like Target. Smith's Food King. And halfway on the way to Whole Foods, but. Now they all know what Fred Meyer is. Now you all know what Fred G. Meyer is. But coming home to that cute little stuffed animal that looks like Blaze and (laughs) the little dinosaur that Ryder got was so cute. Then woke up, got dressed, and went and saw Dark Star Orchestra at the Roseland Theater last night. We didn't even get to that yet. Holy shit. And guys, I haven't even stated who this week's interview is. Oh, yeah. I haven't even gotten to that. I, I just, I gotta say something if I back up. I guess I'm not going to. Back up a second, it's funny. Mom and dad, like, left the house to go to L.A. and fucking everybody ditches school and work. Yeah. Hangs out and drinks yeah. wine. Yeah. Exactly. Fucking, yeah, we got yep, mom and dad. We got well, what's supposed guys, to happen yeah, when mom and dad We, we stayed leave? home and got uh-huh. drunk. Yeah, oh, come on. Really? How can I be mad at that? That is exactly <laughs> is a, what I would have done. total party house. Like, come over. Yeah, friends, come over. Come yeah. check out my pad. I don't know, man. Yeah. I, I can't be mad at anybody for having a good time. No. I'm sorry. No. I Look what we're doing. Come on. What How dare I? What, we're being we're having a good excellent time. role models and examples yep. of working and... Keeping our shit together. Yeah. And taking breaks when we need it. Yes, and, and that's what that's about. It's the balance. Can't. You have a hair sticking out of your nose. I got to get, get rid it of out. it. I got it. Ouch. Ew. Sorry. Ew. Oh, it's oh. like a dog hair. Oh. Um, Quit snorting the, the dog. Yeah. This week, we interviewed Craig Marshall from Cubensis. Yes. And you guys are going to get to hear a really sweet, Aww. heartfelt, cool interview when we're done 
talking about all this stuff that happened in the past few days. So I didn't stick get with to us. Deal with this Hang one, in so there. I'm excited about it's coming. This. Well, the, my too. favorite part of this interview too is you're all going to hear this. It was there was like a hurricane going on down in L.A. where Craig's at, and it's it's cool. It kind of goes along with being in nature out on the porch. You hear the storm happening. You, it was a fun. tree falls. Yep. And somebody heard it. Yeah. Yeah. If a tree falls in L.A. and Craig Marshall's there, we get to hear it. See, listen, all those people that we've that we've talked about from L.A. that are fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, and and I saw. Um, fuck, what's his name? Never mind. I'm not gonna blow it. Okay. Sorry. I don't right know on. how the rest of the country feels about L.A., but in Portland there's a lot of negativity That's, about it yeah. so we have to like defend it what do you mean yeah. what are you talking about well there's, there's a bad rep with yeah. people um, from LA with Portlanders yeah, and they, they it's, don't well, like California it's pretty much that's not fair who cares where you're from like I w- want to move somewhere beautiful. Yeah. Sorry. I'm, you're right. I'll bring money I, here. Yeah. I, and like, I, I'm trying you, to get out of that place that you don't yeah. like and come to this better place. Well, yeah. when it comes down to it, you know here. where we're all from? We're from our brothers. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. What I was going to say is <laughs> during War Paint's set at Love You Down, I was walking and I saw Austin from Grateful Shred. Yeah. And I was like, hey, man, I'm Aaron from No Simple Road. And we shared a hug and. <laughs> It was cool to see our family, the Grateful Dead family, represented there at that thing. And That's cute. Talk to him for a minute. And well, it's about love. Why not? Right? That's what the dead's spreading. Mm-hmm. Well, that was, a wide, that was a wide diversity of a crowd. There was... There was older people. It was like a 21 and over show, but yeah. you know, there, were, yeah, there was a lot of older people and stuff. And it was it was really cool. Mix of everything. So The dancing was to die for. Uh, I we cut so much rug. If you're interested in, in watching other people dance, you can go to our Instagram and see <laughs> some of Mel's Mel's moves. I posted some of your moves up there. Yeah, I got a lot more. I haven't even looked at all of it oh yet. Oh my god. Right, stay tuned. More to come. <laughs> well, more later. I'm just saying that the DJs were on point and the I just got to move like my head, like like headbang that shit, and then I got to move like nice and smooth. Let's talk about moving last night. Yeah. Oh yeah, last so, night. So, was... Dark Star, there was no warm up for them last night. Mm-hmm. They came out with that Karina and dropped a bomb on everybody. I'm not saying I didn't have a good time at that song. I had an excellent time, but I just don't like that song. I think. Really? Yeah, I just don't. A lot of people don't. I had the, the, that lady. The, the lady came up from Northern California. She said I that she's it. like, "What do you think of that Karina?" And I was like, "It was awesome." She's like. Really? Uh, <laughs> I didn't like it either. I was out at the smoking area like two or three songs before set break because I just needed to get outside for a minute. And like it was just there was a couple of old heads out there. And I, that was the first thing I said. I was like, how about that Karina? And I knew what their response was going to be. And they were like, rawr, 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 rawr. And, I, and, I could, and, and I had no filter. I was just like, that's dumb. Hey! No, that rocked. That's like if dumb. you can't let you're that dumb. Karina fucking rock you, it, you're stuck in '95, man. It was good, mm. but I just don't like <laughs> that song. And then I felt really bad. That's it. That's cool. Yeah, it's fine. It but, was like everybody was all happy. And I, was I like, loved the Karina. That's what I'm saying. I think yeah, it's really it cool that on any day of the week, you can pull any day of the week out, and somewhere in the country, some band somewhere is paying tribute to that music. It is never stopping. And that, I mean, it's so cliche. The music never stops. 
but it's a real fucking thing man like it's happening every single day in every city with more than 10 people in it and it's not stagnant or just the same thing in a loop uh blaze and i were talking about this when we were going this morning to the store of like there's all these different groups that are participating and playing this music and like these guys aren't just i mean like they've played with the guys from the dead rob baracco the keyboard guy who's my favorite from dark star orchestra oh my plays gosh. With Phil he was amazing last all that night. stuff and so like they're in it but we just went and saw phil last weekend and then now we go see dark star orchestra and each of these groups that pays tribute to this music and participates in the thing like has their own kind of flavor and yeah. does their own thing with well, it it's because of the chemistry between the players and the exactly band. yeah and that's what is i mean it's like you know it's easy to think of like oh this is like happening everywhere and we're all just kind of like listening to all these tapes but like no it's constantly it's a living breathing thing yeah and, and it's rad there's bands that have like risen to the top of the heap of that thing like dark star like more Cuban- recognized like cubensis but- like j-rad I can say all those bands in the same breath and it kind of means the same thing. Like those are like the ones that are, that stand out. Grateful Shred too, man. Like GBB. Garcia birthday band. They, it's happening everywhere. And, and one of the coolest things for me is seeing the younger kids now, like, like that kid last night, that was his first show standing next to me, just Mind the blown. kid with the glasses that looked like um No the kid looked like Calder. He didn't have oh. glasses. I'm talking about the one that was next to me on the left. Oh yeah, yeah. He was such a cutie. Getting it. he knew the words and everything. Yeah, man. It's everybody there. There was some singing last night too. Oh. That's Ramble on Rose last night. No, oh, the yeah. say, hey, hey, say Jude. Jude. Yeah, say hey Jude. Jude. Say Jude. That say was Jude. the funkiest Hey Jude. If you guys want to listen to something oh, cool, my it was also like, go find last night's show from the Roseland from February 9th. 9th. And listen to the Hey Jude from last oh night. It was God. the funkiest, listen, coolest Hey Jude. And then they just like let it go, and the crowd did. In the drums, Hey Jude in the drums. Oh my God! They let it go. They let the crowd sing Hey Jude into drums, which and was just. And then I found myself dancing through drums in space. Yeah, you did. No, yeah, what happened? The Alex, whole room. Alex was like, was beyond "Hey dancing. Mel, look, look at Aaron," and I turn around, and you fucking look like a savage. In the jungle, exactly. bringing up spirits from the fucking earth. I was, exactly. and then you shut yeah, the whole was beyond room. Like, that was the literal view. And oh, go ahead, Alex. Well, sorry, I wasn't a go ahead, but also, right when that was done, the air conditioning came on. Not the actual air conditioning, but it actually got, got cool in we that spot. At. Yep, like. You made it a whole lot cooler. You did oh, make it. Yeah, no, that was, that was a real thing that happened. Making the world a little bit colder. I just remember <laughs> I was really out of it at that point. And it felt, I don't think you were out of it at all. Or in it. You were in it. Mm. it like you were really so in it. It felt so good. And I remember thinking to myself, I have never fought, fought, fought. I have never felt more me than I do right at this moment. Like, everybody talks about like ego death. I'm not with it, man. Ego integration. Like my ego Get and to I know him. became one thing in that space. And it was okay to just her, feel it and go. And it was fucking awesome. I could feel the vibration of the earth in my feet. And it was coming up through me and then out of me. And when 
when it was over, the dude behind me at the end of the show came up to me. He was like, thank you, brother. And I was like, for what? And he was like, you know what? Thank you. I was like, you're welcome. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, and the dude next to me is like, hey, man, don't scare the kids. I was like, fuck that. I'm going to scare the shit out of them. He's like, okay, well, you put it like that. Go for it. Scare the shit out of them, man. <laughs> that was, uh, I was trying to find the set list, but we'll try to piece it back together. The thing that got me going was when, because we had a little adventure getting there. It's snowy, icy mm, up that here. Was the we had to get an Uber. Yeah, yeah, he was the coolest. He was the coolest Uber driver. He had butterscotch candy. Our adventure walking and, down the driveway. <laughs> but we get there through the cold, <laughs> through the cold rain and snow. Oh, and then yeah, they open, awesome. and the entire place just busted loose right then. That's when it yep. kicked in for me the whole show because yep. everybody was singing cold well, rain you were coming and on to snow. Some good drugs at that point too. So let's oh, just yeah. throw that out there. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a, allegedly allegedly it's oh. been a a marathon like last weekend with phil and then a couple days off and then down to la for love you down and then back here and then another yeah. trip and then another trip and <sighs> we got a three-week break and then it's up to seattle for umphreys mcgee so that's what's happening you know what yeah what? it started last saturday Last Saturday with Phil, mm-hmm. and then last night, mm-hmm. and then we throw a Love You Down in between. Mm-hmm. The three of us saw probably about 22 bands in seven days. Dang. Holy shit, dude. Damn. And talked to three of them. <laughs> Did interviews. Yeah. Wow. It, yeah. Yeah, this was a week. So if you step out of yourself and you look at like what's happening with No Simple Road, it's kind of cool. It's I learned cool. something last night. Uh-oh. You, Aaron, have a certain octave that you scream that <laughs> literally makes the inside of my ear vibrate. And there was another guy. It was like in the very beginning. Everybody's like, wow, like that, you know, and the guy next to me did it. And I did not hear it in my ear the same way that I heard that. I'm in your ear hole. And it fucking hurts. Aw. It hurts. I'll stand in front of you from now on. For real, like, don't stand on my right side. Okay. I didn't test my left side, so you could probably. He does. On my you left do side. holler. That's what I love too. Like we all kind of. No, it's awesome. Everybody gets separated on the dance floor, then you hear your people around. Mm-hmm. You know, Mel's holler, yours. Everybody <laughs> yeah. has a certain. No, fucking, I don't want you to stop hollering. I, won't. I just can't. I wouldn't if you asked. Do that. Well, I might. Yeah, like. And it, and like I said this morning, <laughs> you guys. That's the thing I realized last night. You well, didn't realize, but it made it more familiar is all of us your own tribe has its own smell well, we were well, we're all about dancing and sweaty yeah. you know you're all you know you know your tribe's smell and it, like you're hugging each other it's like oh and then another crew comes evening. rolling through and you're like whoa hey that's not our hey, i don't know that musk these these shows there's quite a variety of smells um just yeah quite the variety of smells and i'm not complaining about it you're but a smelly feller we're a all smelly smelly smeller. Smeller. yeah we all are felly smelly so I think a nice rest, some breakfast is in order. This is the part of the trip where you take care of yourself. Yep. This yeah. is when you get back to brass tacks and take your fucking vitamins. Food in tummy. And drink water. Yep. And lay on the couch and take care of your day to day. And then we'll be back in a few weeks to do it Yay. again. <sighs> well, what? I mean, we're living oh. life in between that. Yeah, no, I'm saying that's like a brass, like the 
brass tacks. That's a silly thing. I don't even know what that means. But like, <laughs> you know, your your responsibility. It's the pelican's tail. Yeah. Let's get down to brass tacks. <laughs> who, who, what does that even fucking I, it, mean, man? Fuck it. Let's probably do it probably has yeah. to do with paying taxes on brass. And I bet I'm assuming. I bet that whatever like the mythology out there about that is isn't even true. Because <laughs> like yep. like here's my favorite example of something like I'm that. I'm looking it up. The word shit. Somebody told me more than one more than one somebody has told me on like different occasions this like same origin story for it and it's just it's so cool like I don't want to change it but it's like that's not where it comes from but what? it like bags of manure on old sailing ships back in the day uh, had to be stored as high as possible because if they're in the bottom of the boat and water would get in water like has chemical reaction with fertilizer and it can cause big explosions and stuff and so they would write ship high in transit on the outsides of the bags. This is my interlude while Aaron's looking up the brass tacks. Okay. okay. And I got one so they would just and they would just uh, abbreviate it to SHIT so that everybody knew to ship it high in transit, but since it was bags of manure, they called it shit. Shit. I call that bullshit, but it's a fun story and I like That's it. The phrase tidbit, my friend. Yeah. So now let's hear about brass tacks. You're gonna be disappointed. <laughs> the Aww. phrase get down to brass tacks, not brass tax like taxation, not oh. that is an Americanism dating from the nineteenth century. In the idiom, brass tacks like a tack you stick something in the wall with means the essentials or the basic facts or so to get down to brass tacks is to focus on the essentials. The phrase's exact Derivation is unknown. To like pin your thing huh. to yep. where whatever you're doing, you just okay. pin it down. The more you know, makes sense. The more you know, you learned something new on No Simple Road this week. Imagine it was that. that there is no that's origin to that, that we're silly ass that. fucking thing that I was just using because it's in my computer. Imagine that. Or everybody yeah, now that you read a computer you know. and now it's so true. we're all sharing a mind. <laughs> or everybody already internet. knew these things and we just because looked if silly. I looked it up, then I'd get that same exact response. Follow us on Instagram. At No Simple Road. Follow us on Facebook at No Simple Road. Head over to the Facebook group No Simple Road Family and hang out with all the other weirdos, misfits, dabblers, and so on and so forth over there. Get to know each other because this is family. And if we know you, then you should know each other. Right? Somebody help me out. Everybody's quiet. Sorry. Wow. We started okay. wrapping down my brain immediately. Uh-huh, me too. Everybody yeah. went to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I started the business. Yeah. yeah, that's how I feel. Anyway. Well, it's, it's what? We don't really feel like If you don't like <laughs> Facebook, because I know a lot of people don't like Facebook, and they're like, Reddit's where it's at. I don't like Facebook very much. I know you don't. You can go to r forward slash No Simple Road, and you can hang out there with the No Simple Road family. So there are a myriad of ways to get involved with this Podcasts community of folks. Yeah, meet people that. to go to shows with. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's, and cool. if you go to www.nosimpleroad.com, you can go to the family tab and sign up for the newsletter, and you can buy merch there. And you can also go to patreon.com forward slash nosimpleroad, and you can partner with us through monetary means to help keep the show rolling. You like listening? We like doing it. I, I'm going to rephrase that. You love listening. We love doing it. So, if we do we it together, like it it's so much like better. It, I love it. Like I, Chris said something at Love You Down that stuck with me. He was like, "This friendship doesn't have to be based on material means, but it sure helps." 
Yeah. And I appreciated that. And he said that too. He's like, and we appreciate yeah. all your help. And we appreciate it. So. And he was being so sincere too. If what a sweetheart. You believe in the show and you believe in us and what we're doing. Help us out, man. Help keep it going and keep it free and keep the train Isn't rolling. Isn't there a thing where you can do like a one-time donation too? You can do that through PayPal. Uh, no simple road at gmail.com on PayPal. You can give a one time deal if that's what you feel like doing. And we appreciate every, every red cent. dollar. Another <laughs> stupid idiom that I don't know what it means when they say red cent. I guess because pennies are red, sort of, Copper. that it's a red cent. Mm. But whatever, who knows? Red cents we, and brass taxes. Yeah, <laughs> so whatever. Nobody even knows you these could do that. things, babe. That's okay. I'm old. I could say old shit. It's okay. Yeah, he's a grandpa now. I'm a grandpa. Uh-huh. I could I could say yeah. things and nobody can know what I mean and it's okay because I'm Jasper's grandpa. <laughs> That's right. Um, wow. <laughs> I forgot what I was doing now. We were at Patreon and we are moving so Patreon, PayPal. We are part of a wider network of podcasts. If you are a fish fan, uh, a music fan, uh, comedy fan, comedy fan. There are a bunch of podcast, a beer fan. If you like things in general, go check There's out something. Go to OsirisPod.com <laughs> and check out the stable of shows that are on this network. Because I know for me, I'm very picky about the shows I listen to, and a good portion of why? them come from because okay, why am I picky about what I listen to? Yeah, because I only have so much time in my day. Right? So I don't want to fill up my time with bullshit. Right? I want to listen to stuff that I'm interested in. So if I can listen to a show where it's all chicks talking about fish, that's cool. Or a bunch of guys that like beer and fish and the Grateful Dead doing their thing. That's cool. Or the lyricist from Fish telling inside stuff about what's going on with the music. Or us doing what we do. Like, that's a cool little mix of stuff and there's a bunch more on there too so osirispod.com check it out check out all the shows on there you guys won't be disappointed and um let's see what else what am i missing um, help me out ums reviews five star reviews yes, yeah. what what about them apple huh you need to leave them where do they do that well you can leave reviews on just about any platform but it's, on it's apple, mostly just apple podcast yeah but Go there we and Apple, really, take really the 30 seconds, whatever, 10 yeah, minutes you know if you I want, you guys? leave a review. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Do we I'm, love those? I miss those people calling in and giving us little stories. Yeah. 971-808-1524 is our uh, hotline. Ooh, number. you just right on that. Uh-huh. He tattooed it on it's, his it's palm. It's inside the, it's tattooed on the inside of my eyelids. You can remember so. numbers really well, and I'm jealous of that. He is good. With That's the only thing I can remember. Really <laughs> yeah, I'm well. good. I'm good with names. I can He's do got like the number credit card numbers. I can remember my phone number from when I first grew up four five four four six seven nine. You look at me like I'm the 
biggest dummy when I have to look at my credit card to buy when you're How like buy, dare you? but buy a ticket now and I'm like oh, I gotta go get my wallet and you're like what yeah, yeah. we have a new it, anyways uh, wait, wait, wait. we just like br- breeze past, past the the, uh, the phone call like that's super cool guys yeah. Dude, 971-808-1524 you yeah. can call in with trip reports you could call in and tell a joke you could call in and say, us, uh, I fell down last week and I stubbed my toe. You could call in and tell us about the alien that picked you up. Oh, you please, please, even please, give please, us a recipe. Please, yeah, please do that. Tell us about a the recipe. alien that picked you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Recipes are cool. Ooh, we like so, recipes. Right. All right. Anyway, Mel's got something for us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> best thing since sliced dread, I think. Uh, um, anyway. <laughs> um, I work from home and listen to Stern when he's live. When he's not, I started binging podcasts. Big Fish and Deadhead and heard Dawn from Female Centrics give you guys a shout out while promoting Osiris podcasts. I found NSR and have been binging straight when I can up to episode 20. Mm-hmm. I can't. I actually can't wait to go back in the morning so I can get back on the long, strange trip that is no simple road. Aww. The honesty and vulnerability is refreshing, and the topics <laughs> are what I love on every level. Thanks, guys. Keep it up. Oh yeah. Thank Who's that you. from? Who's that? Um, this is from Funyuns. Thank you, Funyuns. <laughs> Funyuns. Let me say so that that I love that we've had that from a few listeners now. That when I hear that that they're binging <laughs> our episodes because I mean that's something we all do. Like for, to me, I like equate that to a Netflix. But like when you take a day or to like listen well, to, ha- I mean, it's, cool. yeah, it's super yeah. easy to binge. To somebody like something that much that you just can't get enough Sorry of it, that. one to the next. That's and very thank true. Thank you Apple. so much, everybody. Yeah. Um, there's. Um, I didn't mean an, to cheapen it with a in, indoor belch, but sorry. Okay, let me. Wow. This is a one-liner. This is a one-liner. This is from Boob Weir. <laughs> 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 and the title is "Brings Me Back to the Lot." Just started listening and I can't stop! Exclamation point times two. You better. Oh, you gotta stop to pee. You gotta stop to eat. That's a thing. And Other than that, you can oh, listen to podcasts and pee and eat. Oh shit, yeah, that's can. true, huh? And then it says "we're" as in W E I R. Everywhere. It. We are everywhere. With cute little uh, smiley face, looks like a skull. Thanks, boob weir. Thanks, boob weir. <laughs> I can't believe I've never thought sweet. of that. That is like so <laughs> perfect. Boob weir. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. on that note, Mister Boob. We're going to get to Mrs. Boob or Mrs. Boob. I mean, we're going to get to this week's interview with Craig. Now, like I said before, this is a very sweet, thoughtful, cool homie. This yeah, is this was a very comfortable, fun interview. And I want to say if you're able, April 5th, 6th and 7th, I think. I hope that's right. We're going to be in Ventura podcasting live we are the official podcast of skull and roses festival no simple road is the official podcast of that festival i'm just gonna say it one more time 
No Simple Road is the official podcast of Skull and Roses Festival. Oh, God. Rolls right it. off the tongue. It really does. <laughs> it's going to be I'm really, so really fun. I'm proud of you, baby. You, me, us. No, but I'm proud of you. You, I'm, you pulled that I'm proud off. of that Apple was, and, pulled, and Ryder. And everybody knows that, yeah. who I'm proud of. Everybody knows that. I tell them. Yeah. But I'm proud of you for You're the one building this frame. Man. Fucking, you really well. are. You are kicking major ass. Thanks, babe. I appreciate that. For real, though. I'm just going to take it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There it is. You've created this, like, masterpiece. Fucking, we all just come home. We're like, we're, we're just like, well, what are we doing next? It's a su- it surprises. Exactly. Get on the fucking the plane. Let's go. I need yeah. to mark my calendar. We find, Do it live. Well, we all find out, like, when we're at work, when you have that few moments to look at the emails for yeah. No Simple Road, and we'll be like, Aaron's communicating with this person now. Oh, I got, we're doing this interview. It's fucking... You, it's you, rad. You, yeah, and you set all one, these surprises up for us. Yeah, one fucking interview that awesome. I'm really excited about that's coming up, you guys, we're is interviewing Andy next Frasco. Andy yep. Frasco. I'm he stoked for that. I started listening to his podcast. He totally changed my musical world. Like, Aww. he did. He really did. Like Blame it on the pussy. Blame it on the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Blame it on the... Yeah. And he's got an amazing, <laughs> world-saving yeah. podcast. He, I love his podcast. First, he had his dad on, yep. which that was fucking hilarious. Hmm. And yeah, I know, I know. I just really in, am enjoying his podcast, his music, his live podcast. No, not live podcast. That's not true. It's live, it, music. live Yeah, he was on, it was at some festival. It was my favorite thing. I got stoned at, after I got home from work one night, Ooh, and I work. no after work, <laughs> and I came home and I was stretching and listening to it, and I felt like I was at the fucking festival with him, and he has a way of bringing you in, and he likes to party and drink beer bongs and have fun, and he's Smart fucking lines of ketamine on hooker's ass. Hey, who cares? I'm not. Ju- I <laughs> do think what you it's do. Rad. He's rad. And yeah. I can't wait to talk to him. So. He's got a lot of energy. We're yeah. gonna have fun. And yeah. we're working on getting Duncan back on the show to talk oh, about yeah. being a dad. And lots of fun, cool things. But we're going to be at Skull and Roses Fest. Get your tickets. Yeah. It's, it's, the Higgs are going to be there too, it's selling guys. Out. Do it, man. Come down, hang out with us. We're going to have a tent. We're going to have a place for everybody to hang out, be a family, cut mm. a rug, drink some beers or water or juice together drinking stuff as a family is fluids. fun fluids mm-hmm. hydration is key hydrate um, yeah so and cubensis is going to be playing there Dang. So we're going to get to meet craig in the flesh and that we should say that too if you haven't if you're not aware of them you need to listen to cubensis so so do that. realize what craig is creating yep this is they're he amazing is the oldest member of that band not by age, but by length of time in the band. I don't know. He could possibly be the oldest dude in the band, too, but that's not what I meant. We don't have stats. Yep. He is one of... I think he might be the founding member or one of them. Anyway, I'm rambling now. Alex? Ramble on. Talking to Craig was like getting oh, yeah, you were here, plugged into, like, when we talk about, like, Eugene as, like, old growth. A nerve center. Nerve old center. Growth. Yeah. It was like talking to him was like going there oh yeah and just so much of what he said about the music and how it makes him feel and how it's changed and affected his life was so cool to me because i don't often like have those exact connections with people who've been on the scene for so long just because of my age 
and it was just it was reaffirming and it really set a tone for my week Aww. and and made me feel, made me feel good too. yeah and it will Craig's cool. good people old growth nerve center I'm gonna wow. leave it at that so without further ado the No Simple Rogue Crew gives you Craig Marshall from Cubensis might as well might as well. Midas well. There was a time when I thought that that Grateful Dead song was called Midas well. <laughs> Midas. M-I-D-A-S. Yeah, Midas. Midas well. Soon, Goldie. Hi, everybody. Midas well. Hello. Hey, now. It's me, Aaron. We're here on the front porch. We moved because the gardeners were gardening their garden. There's lots of weed whacking and leaf blowing. Things were happening. Yeah. Wires were getting crossed. Yeah. Space-time continuum was getting torn. It was, it was echoing on the porch. It, it was. was. And Alex is here. Say hi, Alex. Hi, Alex. Hey, I'm here, everybody. How's it going? Hey, Alex. How are you doing? This is Apple. Hi, Apple. Hi. Hi, this is Aaron. Hi, hi Aaron. Aaron. Hi, guys. Hi, Aaron. So today we're waiting. We're going to talk to Craig Marshall from Cubensis. What's up? Yeah, yeah. What's up? Shit's going down. This is uh, one of the many amazing bands that's going to be playing at... Skull and Roses Fest, which we just happen to be the official podcast of Skull and Roses Festival. I think that's pretty fucking cool, man. That is pretty rad. It gives me a little like, you know that feeling right before you're getting on a roller coaster? Yes. And your stomach is a little jittery and your throat kind of wants to close up. You kind of want to leave the line and be like, ah, no, I don't need to do this. Mm -hmm. Yep. When I say that, every time I say that, I'm like, (gasps) oh shit. That's good. Is it? Is it good? I don't know. I was just saying that. Why are you case. just talking? Well, you know, that's kind of my shtick. Let's call Craig. Let's call Craig. I, I don't know what I'm doing, man. I got to be honest with you guys. <laughs> I'm having a hard time over here. <sighs> okay. Sir? Yeah, we're recording. Everything's happening. Sorry, guys. I'm a little disheveled right now. Here we go. Let's call Craig. Let's call Craig. Ooh, it sounds juicy. It sounds delicious. Listen to that. Greetings. Craig. How are you, sir? I'm awesome, brother. How you doing? Oh, good. Just enjoying this uh, rare California storm, a rare Southern California storm. We're getting wind, rain, and... Cold rain and snow? Cold rain and snow, or... Uh, <laughs> or, least... uh, oh, the wind and the rain. There you go. <laughs> At least it's not negative 66 degrees like it is back east. I can't even fathom. Have you ever you know, been in, in weather like that? Deliberately not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. Like, no, nothing like that. I'm Aaron, by the way. Hi, Aaron. What's Good, happening, man? What's happening, brother? And, and they, then we got two others here with us. You got Apple here. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. Good to have you on the show, Craig. And I'm Alex. Uh, hey, my Craig. Pleasure. Nice to meet you. Happy late birthday, by the way. Oh, hey, thanks. Appreciate that. Yeah, getting up there in ages, uh, in age, rather. It's a strange but, uh, thing, isn't it? It's uh, it's an inevitable thing, yes. I find, I'm 47. And, Young kid. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and I find, like, I still feel the same way I did when I was 19. I just know more shit. Yeah. And, it, and it's yeah. a different guy looking back at you in the mirror. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. I'm straight. Some stranger. Yeah. Like, what, where did all those fucking up. gray hairs come from, man? 
Every Sick. time you fall asleep in front of a TV, one goes beep. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, yeah. Craig, man, welcome to the porch and No Simple Road, brother. I'm honored to have you here talking with us today. Oh, this is this is great. Yeah, it's good to it's good to think about the band and the dead once in a while. <laughs> once in a while, yeah, for once sure. Once in a while, once once every day or a couple times a day. Mm-hmm. So been quite the influence. Yeah, us too, man. It has completely informed our entire journey in this world since my first show was um, February tenth, uh, nineteen eighty nine, at the Forum in L.A. Oh, beautiful! Yeah, yeah I was there. I was there for sure. Oh shit! And was- it completely changed everything for me, man. Like yeah, understandably. In, yeah, total rest of my life. What was your first show? I saw the Dead at the Shrine Exposition Hall on November eleventh. This is now. Hold on to your hats. Nineteen sixty-seven. Holy wow. shit! Right on. And I was a freshman in high school and uh, didn't even have a car. Got a ride up there with some buddies, and on the bill was the Dead, uh, Buffalo Springfield, and Blue Cheer. And uh, I kind of went half for the dead and half for Blue Cheer because I was a big fan of Blue Cheer at the time. Summertime blues, you know, and all mm-hmm. that. And uh, But the dead just uh, did a number on me that day. And that, that was that's when I got on the bus, pretty much. Isn't it a trip that we all remember the date of our first show? Like like it's our the day we were born or or something I exactly or, or the day Kennedy got shot you know it's up it's up Pearl there with Harbor the, yeah with the big moments yeah <laughs> I I just think about like everything that's between that moment for you and right now like you walked into that show one person you walked out a completely different one it's very true yeah and uh, different motives and different attitude on life and on music and and a different attitude about possibilities of, of you know what what could be done. What do you what do you when you say different attitude about possibilities? What do you mean? Well, uh, whatever whatever I walked in there with, uh, as far as hopes and aspirations, they had changed at that moment. I wanted to play Grateful Dead music from that time. <laughs> that had to be uh, that moved way up in the list of priorities. I was. I'd already been listening to the dead quite a little bit. Uh, I was lucky enough to have a a guitar teacher who who taught me well we had two lessons, but he said the lesson he taught me was go go see the Grateful Dead, get this album, you know. Oh shit. You're you're gonna like it. And I never took another lesson but um I sure learned a lot from from that fellow. I thank him I thank him every day. You know, for turning me on to the dead and uh, and seeing so many shows, I st- I think I stopped counting at 200 shows. Holy that, shit! That I was able to see because you know uh, they they were around, you know, and uh, and I was able to go. So so why wouldn't you go? That's a that's oh, a great no, teacher no. right there too. I mean, he made that very simple for <laughs> hey, go listen to the dead. There's your Buy lesson. Buy this album. Yeah, and then he he quit he quit teaching, and I quit 
taking formal lessons. From then on, it was slowing down Grateful Dead LPs to half speed and learning, you know, how Garcia approached the guitar, but so at half speed, so you could I could actually pick it up, and then then I could work on getting it up to speed. Wow! So I always say, with a, a little bit of truth, that Garcia taught me how to play guitar. Yeah, I mean, even though he he wasn't there. Well, I, I still I trip out on the fact that like. I never met him, right? But Mm -hmm. there's part of me when I'll see video of him or I hear a good, like, Stella Blue, I miss the guy. And it trips me out. Like I'm like, how can I miss somebody that I never even met? But I learned so much from him. Yeah. So much. I, I tell my wife, like, I was at a point in my life when I went to my first show, like, I had started taking psychedelics and I thought, like, I had found this thing that nobody else knew about. And then walking into my first Dead show, I found out there's an entire stadium of people that are into this thing that I had dug into. And yeah, and you had you suddenly had understood you had a, a bigger family than you thought. Yeah, oh, definitely. And I, I know this sounds strange, maybe not to you, but maybe the people listening, it it, it really felt like in that space in that psychedelic roar that's going on jerry really through the music through the feeling of the of the playing and the lyrics the band as a whole too but we're talking about garcia like really taught me how to use my mind again how to put myself back together you know what i'm saying yeah that's very cool and He, he was like the center of a whirlwind in a way but there was there was some calm and peace and reason right there in the center and if you could uh tap into that either physically or you know on some spiritual plane you were better off that's for sure yeah and such a like a I always say like a sad sweetness in there in that in his licks and in in his voice, like there was just oh, like yeah. this sad, but super light thing that was going on, and it's it trips me out, Craig, that even today I can put on a bootleg or listen to a show, and it's still there. Oh, absolutely! What absolutely. do you think that is? I think it's just that the essence of Jerry. Um, hold on a second. <laughs> I am witnessing a virtual hurricane right now. Holy shit. Holy wow. mackerel. Wow, that's the wind picking I'm up? I'm talking about trees falling over here. Oh, shit. <laughs> Holy. I'm loving it, though. Uh, we're just having a great storm here. That's beautiful. I'm afraid the, uh, my car's going to get hit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's, it's, really, it's really coming down. Where you smokes? can't hardly see across the street. Oh, anyway. Yeah. Well, I was just saying, I wonder what that thing is. What is that that hangs in there and there that comes through still, even after the guy's been gone all these years? Jerry definitely had a lasting influence, and I think that's it's indefinable in a way because we all recognize it, we all feel it, but we can't put our finger on it. Right. You know, we can't identify it, but... Uh, I just re- find it remarkable that he was able to 
be so brilliant in a number of areas. You know, you read the interviews and stuff and talks that he had with people, and he's always very uh, well-versed in, in anything. Mm-hmm. You name it. You know, he had he had a, you know, a viewpoint and an aspect on everything, and he loved to do that. And then, you know, he he evoked a lot of that in his paintings too. Right. His ties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who who else does that? You know, who? What other <laughs> rock star has uh, has their own ties? I'm not. I'm unaware of anybody else. I can't think of anybody. Yeah. It, it, just a unique presence in this world, and uh, like they say, uh, regardless of how things are going, we were lucky enough to live when. Jerry Garcia was alive. Yeah, yeah. I see a, a meme. I know I'm going to just destroy it, but it was like, just be glad that you were born at a time when you were able to see Jerry Garcia. Like, you were lucky enough to be born at a time when you were able to see it. And even now, all these years later, like, you guys, Cubensis and other tribute bands, you guys are really, it keeps it alive. And I think that that, whatever that magic is, whatever that thing that, we find when we listen to the bootlegs and all that is that same thing that you guys are tapping into when you get up and do your thing i think it is i mean that's that's our goal anyway we we gave up a long time ago trying to sound exactly like the grateful dead because it's it's pointless it's it right. can't be done but we can tap into the spiritual flow um ah. <laughs> that they that they do and uh i think that's if if anywhere that's where Cubensa shines is getting into that that magic place where you know people people's feet start dancing and people start smiling and they forget about their troubles and you know they're they're at a dead show that's why we started the band because the Grateful Dead didn't play in LA nearly enough to suit us so <laughs> we started the band for our own amusement and pretty soon other people wanted to partake with us how long have you guys been at it over 30 years right yeah we we first rehearsed in 87 and kind of formed and then we performed for the first time in 88 and it's been steady since then you know it was it was backyard parties and little clubs and that sort of thing and it's it's still backyard parties and festivals and bigger clubs more people involved some thankfully some money involved now yeah these days which is always nice but uh we're basically doing the same thing we used to do back in 88 90 you know we're playing playing the music to the best of our ability and uh trying to let the music play the band (laughs) you guys are pulling it off man just just from from our perspective it's happening and it's it's a really beautiful thing to witness that it's still going on and i don't know if you have this same perspective as i do but it sure seems like in the last four years since fairly well it's growing again exponentially where it was kind of underground for a little while now it's like there's all these 20 somethings coming on the bus I call it the John Mayer effect. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. That's Johnny Salami. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. I'm, what What a trip. Not, not to uh, 
not to deviate too much, I've got a tree blocking the road over here. Oh, shit. We can hear that it's, coming uh, down, the rain. It sounds yeah, like somebody just that. turned on a faucet. <laughs> My neighbor's telling me he witnessed this tree go down on Holy crap. the wind. Is every everybody's okay? Oh, it looks like it. Yeah, okay, no cool. uh, no cars in the way, but uh, there's no no traffic through that street anymore. If we need to anyway. stop and you need to oh, move no, your no. car, let me know. I digress. I'm just uh, tripping. <laughs> uh, I I just wait for storms like these because we we so rarely get what I would call a decent storm in in L.A. It's just. We're, you know, we're a desert here. Yeah. After all. And then they wonder why there's no water. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> hey, you're in the desert, remember? Yeah, we forget. Yeah, we moved. We, that all live together here in this house, we moved from Vegas to Portland, Oregon about oh. three years ago. Yeah, 2016. Nice. So I know oh. all about the desert, brother. <laughs> I was born there in the were, desert. W- with my buddy's uh, uh, Garcia birthday band. That's our that's our homies right there. Those guys, they they welcomed us to Portland. That was the first concert we went to when we got here, and we since then like we went to the Eugene shows with the with Justin, and those are those are good people, man. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but Justin was in Cubensis for several years. Yes, I saw that as the the alumni. Yeah, yeah, that Justin's Great. a heck of a guy. Great player and. Uh, uh, I tell you one story. We every Halloween we we do a somebody else's album, like for a trick or treat. Mm-hmm. And we've done Santana and we've done uh, Eric Clapton, a lot of bands. But one year we did Yes, and I was so happy that Justin was there because he could rip those really? Steve Howe licks that that I could never possibly do. But he ripped those and. Uh, I was glad he was on board because I gave him all the hard stuff. <laughs> Here, man, hold this. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But uh, yeah, he he eventually moved up there, and you know he's doing. I hear he's doing. They're doing very well. So yeah, they they're playing all the time, and you guys are too, man. Like, how many shows a year are you guys playing? You know, I I figure it's between fifty and seventy five, depending because. Not only do we do full band shows, but uh, Nate LaPointe and I, my my rhythm player, we go out as a duo and do acoustic dead. So I throw those in there too. And uh, but we're playing every weekend somewhere. It seems like. So is this is this your means of support? Or are you working a day job? I'm a retired postal worker. Believe it or not, I Holy used to shit. go out there and carry the mail, and then. Uh, eventually, my feet went out and had to retire. But uh, now you're carrying the psychedelic mail, yes, delivering it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's. I think that's where the term "government mule" comes from because oh shit, they used to they used to load us up and send us out like freaking mules. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, I think literally though, that's where it com- the term comes from. When you're playing like that that often every weekend like you're never apart from that thing that's that's happening and it just seems to me like how amazing I, I we were talking about our first show experience and how it you know informed everything in our lives after that like it just seems like it was meant to be for you like that guitar teacher 
telling you, you know, buy this album and, and play these licks and then going and seeing them and you slowing down the albums. Like, it doesn't seem like it could have been any other way than how it's turned out for you. You know, it, it's funny because it never dawned on me that that could be the case, but uh, I think you're right. I think it was uh, there was some destiny involved in that. Well, and I'm very I, curious God something. forbid I, I could have you know, been a, a mailman the rest of my life. <laughs> I feel like that about what I do too, man. God forbid I should be a fiber engineer for the rest of my life. No, thank you. Well, I, I wanted to ask, I'm curious, I saw that, that this is something I want to know, I'm sure the listeners do, you had a uh, meeting, you, were, you shared a plane with Jerry? Yeah, we had an encounter with him. We were going up to see the dead at uh, Autzen Stadium in Eugene. And uh, Little Feet was the opening band, which was a wonderful thing. So uh, we had a two-hour layover in San Francisco Airport, and my girlfriend at the time noticed Jerry in the gift shop. Oh, shit. Which was like, you know, surprised the hell out of us. But she went up and uh, spoke to him, got his autograph, and got a hug, and, you know, came back all happy. I got Jerry's autograph, but... I was thinking to myself, I'm not going to bother the guy. You know, he probably just gets pestered constantly. But I said, you know, might I have another chance, you know, so I'm going to take it. Went up and said, I told him, I see you're going up early because this was a day early before the show. And he, he kind of joked, yeah, otherwise I'd have to travel with a band. So, you know, who needs <laughs> that? Sure. So so I introduced myself and I said, it was in Cubensis and he thought that was a good name for a band. And I said, uh, you know, we play all Grateful Dead music. And he, he, uh, in mock surprise, he says, oh, yeah, so do we. Oh, shit. And, <laughs> and it, was, it was the funniest moment. But, uh, it was the best thing he could have said at the time. And so I asked him about uh, some of his effects because he was, as you know, he was pretty much a master at experimentation when, and the guitar effects. And he started telling me a whole bunch of, very intricate details about his rig and about that time I just realized hey you know I'm, I'm talking to the man here I got starstruck yeah that's and amazing. a lot of that stuff just kind of went over my head I hope it I hope it got into my soul somehow but you know I wish I had a recording of that um, those moments because they've been priceless yeah but anyway in the second or well I asked him the big question how do you feel about us playing our, your music he said as long as you do a good job of it go for it oh, shit. so I figured we had the uh, uh, the blessing de facto blessing of, of, of the man you know to wow. play the music <laughs> and in a moment Deborah Coons came up and he said well shall we go dear and then they ended up on the same plane they were in first class of course but uh the captain got on the horn when we were boarding. He said, how many people are going up to see the Grateful Dead? And every, the whole place erupted in cheers. You know, it was everybody on the plane practically was heading to Autzen. And it turned out to be a great uh, double bill. I can't even imagine what that feels like for him, like being on a plane and having all those people erupt in cheers one person walks up to me at a show and goes hey are you Aaron from No Simple Road and I'm like oh my god how do you know me <laughs> right, I can't even right. fucking imagine what that feels like to know that like 
that many people are grooving on on your vibe like that how and you like for you how does that feel to know that like when you look out there those people drove and made plans and bought tickets and are hanging out with their friends and this is an event and this is like church for them and they've come to see you guys what does that feel like oh it's a, it's a fantastic feeling and it's a humbling feeling too um Garcia, of course, got to the point where he was uh, the reluctant guru. Right. He didn't, you know, he, he he wasn't in it for adoration and stuff like that, and he got way too much, and, it, uh, you know, it just uh, made him want to hide from it. But uh, the folks that that love us, uh, I, I receive them with open arms and big hugs because it's just, you know, what could be more wonderful than having a bunch of friends who enjoy what you do and you get to you get to give them a gift and they give you back so much more you know and uh just an encouragement and love and uh that sort of thing so that's i mean that's what it's all about too man like at the end of the day when when the show's over and you're home and you're laying in bed like that's the thing that i always take with me is like wow, what an amazing thing that in this world that we live in, the way it is, how weird and fucked up and also beautiful, that we have this place that we can all go and come together, not only physically, but in our heads around Mm -hmm. this sonic thing. And it's family. I mean, there's, there's fucking nuts in every family, but for the most part, they're beautiful (laughs) people, man. And they take care of each other. And, I don't know. I, I, there's even, nothing even else I've Even the nuts are beautiful. Oh, yeah. Even the nuts are beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> they add flavor to the soup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would, it would, I, I'm kidding, but it would almost be boring if everybody was happy hippie. Oh, yeah, you know? totally. <laughs> yeah. We, we got to have our variety. It is definitely in the, the And the folks that come, and it's true, because every, people from every walk of life are, you know, at the shows, and, uh, it's, nobody, nobody, not even politics, gathers people together like that. No, you know, <laughs> especially music. politics doesn't gather people together like that. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a really cool thing to be a part of and and to witness. And I know I'm excited, man, that we're all going to get to hang out together soon at Skull and Roses. That's that's made my that's year so be, far. Yeah, the best Skull and Roses yet be the third one and the lineup is is unbelievable you know with O'Teal and friends uh, Melvin Seals being there with with JGB and also I think he's appearing with with other people like a like an artist at large kind of a thing wow Um, so many good bands it's Uh, and then everybody's everybody's got a different look at the you know a different presentation on the same music and i can't think of like i really can't think of any other band that you could throw a festival of people playing that music three days and for three days (laughs) yeah and you're gonna get completely different takes on it every time somebody takes the stage yeah that says a lot because think about a a Led Zeppelin festival, you know. It How couldn't many be times yeah. 
and do you want to hear the same old songs done the same old way? I, th I suspect the dead in their brilliance, they did it for themselves, but they left parts in every song where there can be improvisation. And as it turns out, the bands that play Grateful Dead music now fully utilize that space for their own composition. So we never play a Grateful Dead song the same twice in a row. It, could could I, you? Yeah, you, I, you can't. couldn't. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> it can't be done. Yeah. It can't be done. Everything influences us, you know, our daily lives and our moods and... Uh, you know that sort of thing in our personal relationships and we go in there and we take that with us and it it all factors into the music we play and equally the audience who's gone through all kinds of stuff during the day they're taking the music in and getting what they need from it and healing people call it church people call it you know family a lot of things but it, it's really happening yeah it's and on a real level and it's like we said a few minutes ago it's it's getting bigger all the time the music really doesn't stop that's a real fucking thing man like yeah. it's not just some catchy lyric <laughs> in a rad <laughs> tune like it's it's doing stuff for people it, that same experience that you and i had at our first show is happening for people through you guys now that's right that's right I've, i'm totally uh or I'm continually introduced to people who never had a chance to see the dead, but now they feel that they are, which is a very humbling statement in itself. Um, people, older people are bringing their kids up mm -hmm. and introducing them to Grateful Dead music through us and through, you know, through the other bands all over the nation that play Grateful Dead music. And uh, what, could be, what could be better? What could be more healthy? Yeah, yeah, it, it's our favorite thing. To see. We see, like we we're talking about, the younger generation more and more of them at every show we go to. It's yeah. just amazing to see, and it. it's it's encouraging that it's going to continue living on for as long as humans are here. And isn't it a trip, Craig, when you finally when you realize, like, oh shit, I'm that older head that I used to look up to at shows. <laughs> like, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's me now. What do I do? Yeah, <laughs> that, would, so I do? that would be that would be sobering if I uh, if I dwelt on that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I've had that moment a couple of times. It shows like a step out of myself, a high at a show, and go, oh wow, like the the script has really flipped. I, yeah, I I don't know what to do now, but you figure it out. Just smile, smile, smile. That's, That's right. Yeah. <laughs> smile and dance with them. That's what we do. We get the younger, the ones that are nervous, that aren't letting the groove get in. It's like, come on, dance, man. Dance with go, us. Brother. Yeah. I just wonder sometimes, like, when I go see other uh, dead bands play, which I do because I enjoy hearing, you know, their versions, that people look at me with this bearded, long-haired guy, gray, gray beard, and said, you know, what's that guy doing here? You know, what? What could he possibly know about this music? Oh, shit. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's the... That's youth for you. Well, that's where the the quiet smile and twinkle in your eye come from. That's like, hey, it's all good. 
yeah. <laughs> you don't even yeah. know what I've seen. <laughs> yeah. You have no idea. Welcome to my house. <laughs> so what's the what's the overarching goal for, for Cumansis? Just to keep playing and doing the thing or are you guys gonna keep, keep playing for sure. I've for a couple of years I've had a uh, a dream of of writing our own material because I know the band can improvise and jam on its own because we do it all the time. Now, if we were to do that with our own lyrics built in, it might be interesting. It might not be what people want to hear, but um, you know, certain bands have started out as dead cover bands and then they became jam bands and then they became known for their originals and their, you know, touring big time now. I don't know if it's true or not, but I seem to think I remember hearing that Fish may have started as a dead cover band at one point. I believe that's true. Yeah. I've heard that myself, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know those guys, but I'm look at that. Look at what they're doing. And that's something, too, that I wonder what your take on it is, is like, I see the both of that as like, are you there i am wow that was weird yeah that was like the storm took over so anyway i see the grateful dead is like this like tree like the trunk of this giant tree and all these bands have sprung from that thing there you know you got bands like umphreys mcgee and fish and lettuce and shit. I mean, I could go on. Uh, yeah, you know, widespread. Why? Yeah, Chris Robinson Brotherhood, pigeons playing ping pong, like blah blah blah. String cheese. String cheese incident. <laughs> like, without the Grateful Dead, I don't think any of that stuff would be there. At least not in their current form. No way. No way. They might have come up, but they wouldn't be playing the improv improvisational beautiful stuff that they are doing it's it's almost like the dead created a genre or a not a style but a a mode to be able to operate in musically yes yeah that's what i was alluding to when i said they they seem to have left passages within each song to oh yeah for other bands to create in you know and i think that's very good of them if they did it intentionally they may not have but they did it and yeah. we're all all of us bands that do this are taking full advantage of it hopefully and that we, we use their songs as you know their lyrics as a framework for our own improvisational and for um, your your experience to come through yes yeah it's uh it's quite we? a thing and if there was if there was purpose to it, well, I believe there was purpose to it. I'll change. I gotta change agree with. That I gotta agree with you. I think there was too. I I don't think it was like a, you know, up late at night around a table, all of them going, okay, this is what we're gonna do. But I think that <laughs> over time, it it started coming into focus because I feel like that with my life, with with even this podcast or my family, I feel like that. Like there's something that kind of guides us through and. If you step back and take a look at the thing from a high view, you could see that there's more to it than what you had planned. Absolutely, yeah. 
makes me think of a river for some reason. Um, you know, we just all get in that river and we all get wet together <laughs> and, and we flow. We flow together. Fuck yeah. I love that. What were you going to say, Apple? Well, just, that's what it is to me, too, that they, like we were talking about, they, where they leave those open spaces. The one thing that Grateful Dead has always done for me, and I know Aaron, it's very inclusionary. You're included in something. There's that give and take that you have with the band and the crowd and everything. And one of my favorite things to see, and I know you guys do it a lot, is all these musicians in this scene when they join on stage like a skull and roses i know there's gonna be many of you from other bands playing together that's one of my mm-hmm. favorite things to see is when the other bands take the stage and you know you ha- it's just awesome to see that creativity because everybody pushes each other a little further and you see that in the looks of the musicians when you guys like catch eyes with somebody else in the band or a special guest that joins you it's just amazing to you see you get that little smile it's, and nod yeah like, it's so yeah, organic man. and raw and being created it's like a painting being created right in front of you yeah i, I remember talking to um melvin seals one time and he you know i said hey we're gonna go out there and warm up for you guys and uh you know, we'll try to keep it short. And he said, no, man, do your thing. Do your thing. Oh. And, you, you know, that that kind of attitude is, I think, what you're, partly what you're getting at, you know. Yeah. Everybody's encouraging everybody to do their best, to go for it. And, uh, you know, after you, I'm going to go for it. So, you know, let's just let this thing build and build and build. Yeah, bring your best. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and when we all do that together... It elevates the game every time. Yeah, and, and we all walk out. We all walk out better people, happier people, higher people. Well, you, you like just like you said about the like musically, the like leaving the spaces for things. I feel like that emotionally with this community and with this family and with this music. Like that's one of the things I feel like I've learned from it is leave space in your life for being kind. You know, and for the improv, yeah, and just to kind of let Very like the, the flow yeah. you were talking about—that's something that has you know when we try to put our finger on like, oh man, this music is really something. You know, that's one of the few things I've been able to kind of fish out of that, and so I love it. That's cool. Yeah, and that's what makes going to see groups like you guys so cool too. It's just like to have that little bubble of it, and and it's no different than what people would call the real thing you know it's it's it the is the real thing, thing. it's that, all yeah that capital t thing that you guys have been talking about this whole time you know right there that's a, yeah that's a very good point i hadn't i hadn't really thought about that but that's exactly what's happening yeah big uh, time. it's not it's not just musical it's it's emotional spiritual and uh there's activity in all those uh orbs yeah, yeah, definitely. That's yeah. why we're all kind of a bowl of nuts. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the nuts and from the other families. It also keeps you young as we're getting older. I mean, I, like like tonight we're going to see Phil and Friends, and our anticipation yeah. building up to it is, you know, it's always just, it makes you feel like a kid again, like the day before Christmas. We're getting ready to open a gift of music. Tonight. Fuck yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> and it's so Fantastic. cool just to know it's just going to be fun. Yeah, it's coming. Phil and Friends just played down here at a uh, at a funeral home. Uh, it, oh, within wow. Hollywood uh, Forever Cemetery, and it was only only held about two hundred people, and I thought it was great that they would do that and just play for such a few people when he could probably have, you know, filled the Greek or something, you know, with with, with many fans as he has. But I thought it was amazing that he played such a small venue just because to give 
those 200 people that experience. And yeah, keep it intimate. And mm. that room, too. Like, it, the room has to have a vibe. I, do you find that while you, when you're playing different places that different rooms have different feelings? Look, I'm tired, all right? I blew it. This is take two. Here we go. I don't like interrupting for no reason. And I'm not doing that. I have a great reason to interrupt the show right now. I have to tell you again about our sponsor, Cush Supply Company. They make the best packaging for the entire recreational cannabis industry and medical. They also make vaping hardware and supplies. As medical and recreational cannabis continue to be legalized, one leader has emerged as a go-to company to produce state-of-the-art compliant packaging for cannabis. Who is it? Cushco. Cushco. Supply Co. If you've been in a dispensary lately, you've seen their products. They have offices in 10 states plus Canada and China. Go to cushsupplyco.com forward slash podcast to learn more about what they're up to and support the No Simple Road and Osiris Network family of sponsors. Now, yeah. so keep your cannabis fresh and clean. Yeah. Yeah, like fresh a daisy. So, so, so fresh, fresh and so clean, clean. Okay, back to Craig. Definitely. I've, uh, in fact, I've told people this. There's, there's been two places that, for whatever reason, it, it made us feel like this must be how the Grateful Dead felt. And it wasn't necessarily the amount of people that were in the room or anything. It was just something about the place, the spirit of the place, made us feel that way. And uh, uh, I don't understand it, but I recognize it. What place was so it? The, well, uh, surprisingly, there's a place called the Waterfront in uh, Marina del Rey, California, where they used to have a you know a nice stage in a big room, and just getting up on that stage, it, it just evoked a feeling of you know this is how the dead would have walked on stage and played and wow. saw the people and stuff like that. And then a little tiny place called Alpine Village in Torrance, California. I definitely felt that same spirit, and there's really no reason for it. Um, the Dead never played either of those places. It's just uh, something I I noticed, and I notice it less lesser extent at some other clubs. And we played for seven thousand folks one time on the beach in Hermosa. Holy shit! And that was a great experience, and it felt completely different. But it didn't feel like the dead it was a it was a cubensis show mm-hmm. you know we, we it, it wasn't a uh this kind of dead feeling like we were been talking about yeah and uh, so go I mean, figure isn't that the the thing though like you building on what they left and creating your own thing that's part of it and that, that yeah. that's a cubensis show it is the grateful dead but it's also you guys yeah it's 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 dead plus if you want to yeah. put it that way. <laughs> dead annex. <laughs> so you guys have had quite a few like uh, members that have come through. There's been a lot of lineup changes over 32 years, right? Yeah, we've had some. Uh, unfortunately, we've had some uh, losses due to cancer. Um, oh shit! The, the drummer drummer has been our hot seat, whereas uh, the keyboardist was the hot seat in the grateful dead as far as losing guys but we've uh the, our original drummer uh, gene alessino passed away from cancer and then 
we lost uh, Steve Harris two years ago. Oh shit! I didn't and, know that. Uh, yeah, he was sorry, uh, brother. A good drummer. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, the rest of the band, we've been together. The rest of the guys about seventeen years, and of course, we replaced uh, Mr. Harris with a, a young man named Brad Rodas, who was uh, came from more of a Jerry uh, background. He was in a a Jerry tribute called the Rum Runners. And they they dissolved, but we absorbed him. And <laughs> the sponge absorbed and, him. Yeah, we got him. The blob got him. <laughs> yeah, right. When uh, and he's been he's been great for the, about the last four years. So, it yeah, we've had guys come and go for for various reasons. Like Justin went off to you know to start his own thing very successfully, and some other guys uh, left because they had. Uh, substance abuse problems and you know things like that that's so. something that we've dealt with here too it's i mean yeah, nobody's left the show but we all have our dark past <laughs> that's for that we'll, we'll discuss that another time yeah another when show. i when we hang out at skull and roses i'll tell you about that <laughs> there you go there you go i i wonder and you can tell me if this is too personal but i just wonder how how that affects you guys as a band as far as moving forward goes when you lose an integral part of the, of the thing like that is there a discussion of like hey should we hang this up or was it like no we we need to honor him and keep moving forward yeah never once did we say this is it you know that's awesome uh, it never even entered our mind because we knew the individual who we lost would want us to continue playing and that's how we honor him but you know by by proceeding and you know doing better trying to do better because uh otherwise all his work would in a way have gone for nothing you know all the addition that say Steve Harris brought to the band would have been for naught had we not kept going and built you know on what he added to us yeah so it, yeah, it's never, it's never. I mean, it's a sad occasion, and uh, you know we play the sad songs during that time. But where uh, every song takes on a sad mm-hmm. feeling, you know. But um, that's what gets us through it too, the music. Yeah, I, I mean, look yeah, at look what's happened since Jerry. That's passed. what I was just gonna. You got it. Yeah, Go ahead, man. No, that's like a, that's what it's just for me. Yeah, if everybody would have quit in '95, like, well, we're not going to play this music again. It's sad. What, what a drag! What, what a dull world this would Ugh. be. Yes, man. <laughs> imagine how much more dull even if they just stopped when Pigpen went. Yep. Damn, we oh, just had shit. that little, I didn't even think that of little that. blurb. I mean, yeah. that's what I think of when people talk about changes in lineups. Yeah, and I, I think they actually, they actually got close to quitting. If I'm if I remember what I read right, when Pig passed away, yeah, that does sound you know, familiar. That, because he was such a, you know, uh, he was the front man at the time Big and time. a force of nature. That guy was a yeah. fucking tornado. Oh yeah, burn bright and fast. We're, speaking of Pig, we're looking forward to um, watching the alligators at Skull and Roses. Oh yeah, they do a they do a Pig Pen tribute. Really? Yeah, that's oh, supposed to be. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, something to see so so we're actually playing with them tonight at uh in long beach oh right on uh, so uh 
that's going to be fun. Have you guys played at every Skull and Roses? Yes. So yeah, we've we've got the the Friday spot for whatever reason we headline on Friday night, and uh, which gets a certain amount of people there early, other who might not otherwise come on until Saturday, but um, that's where they see us uh, being our most valuable. Is that Friday night spot. Anchoring the Friday night, yeah. Yeah, bring them in, man. And yeah. I, I haven't been yet. Last year was the first time I had heard of it, and like on Instagram saw pictures of the stage with the big like faux wall of sound. And Wasn't that amazing? This dude, oh my God. But it, and you know whose idea that was? It was Steve Parrish. Really? Steve Parrish, uh, that was his idea uh, to do that. And uh, everybody thought it was crazy. And then they, <laughs> they did it. They, it looks you know, so cool. A bunch of cardboard boxes and uh, <laughs> pictures, basically pictures of speakers. And uh, Steve supervised everything, the scaffolding and making sure it was uh, historically accurate and it, it, a lot of pictures of fool's eye it looks like the wall of sound yeah when i first saw it i was like holy shit yeah. they did it <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's now, I, i'll give away uh, i'll give away a uh, a little secret well maybe i sh i'll give a secret you guys you guys deserve a secret oh thanks the other All stage right. the other stage this year is going to be a pyramid stage <sighs> Like when the dead visited, what uh, over there? So, oh man, that's going to be cool. And I'm, I'm not sure how uh, Chris, the uh, the brains behind the show, is going to pull that off. But uh, he pulled off the wall of sound, so so he can pull off a pyramid. pyramid. Yeah, yeah. If they can do it in Vegas, we can, <laughs> we can <laughs> right. pull it off in Ventura. Right. So and is, let's see if. If uh, Chris Angel is going to float over this, yeah, <laughs> slide down the side of it. Is this because you've been to a lot of festivals and a lot of shows in your life, man? Is is this thing different? It's different, yes, because it's it's all dead. Uh, I mean, you could go. I mean, many bands all dead, so it is it is different and unique in that way. But then, as we said before, everybody has their own take on it, their own perspective on it, and it comes out not repetitive at all, even though you might hear Shakedown Street five times. Right. It's all all different. Everybody's got their own, you know, approach to the song, and uh, it works, and, and you boogie just as hard <laughs> or harder each time you yeah. hear it. And I would imagine the feeling is different than other festivals, too, because... There's so many bands playing, and it just it's disparate. The energy is disparate, and then you go to something like this, and it's family. It's yeah, it's like yeah. going to a three day dead show back in the day. Right. At, at um, we're gathering gathering in the name of Jerry. And <laughs> fuck yeah! Fantastic thing. Oh man, it, I I think about like back in the day, like Laguna Seca shows or mm -hmm. Cal Expo, those shows where you could camp on the West Coast that were so fucking amazing and magical and that, that this is what we get to be a part of this year and, and yeah. hang out at. And, uh. I think the, camp, the camping aspect adds so much to the experience. 
uh, I remember even camping in, in Long Beach Arena. When, oh, yeah, before, yeah. You know, when they used to let us do that. And at Irvine Meadows, as a matter of fact. You could camp at uh, Irvine Meadows? At some shows, I think, I think around, I want to say, 87-ish, wow, 88. I just missed it. Yeah, we were, uh, my group happened to have, be able to borrow an RV, and we had a, we were real comfortable. Hmm. <laughs> That's and the trick. Our, yeah, we had our tank in there and uh, came that <laughs> close to seeing God. That close. <laughs> <laughs> it almost floated away oh, that night. Yeah. <laughs> that's, you know, that's a whole whole other side to this thing that, like, I don't think it's discussed enough is the way that the music and psychedelics go together. They're so part and parcel with each other. I know for a fact that there's plenty of people that have been turned on to the Grateful Dead without psychedelics. I'm not saying that that's the only way to get into this music. Please don't misunderstand. Right. But like that combination, for some reason, did something specific and special that we can all talk about now. And yeah. it can still happen. I think it opened doors for a lot of the members of the Grateful Dead. Uh, perceptually and probably um, spark their imagination so that they can create the kind of music that mm. that we have come to love uh, psychedelics are not necessary but I think they they have a purpose when they're used reverently right right and well uh, I mean the name me, of the band is Cubensis after all <laughs> <laughs> I but I know I I I took acid one show and one time only 1985 Ventura Fairgrounds and uh, I had a great time. But I fig I just knew that well, it you know that's that wasn't for me. So you know I haven't since. So but I was playing with dirt in the ground on you know with sticks on the ground, and I remember petting a police dog. <laughs> and the, and the, cop, the cop said to me, I don't know why he's not chewing your hand off. Because I'm not here, sir. <laughs> yeah. It, it, was, it, was the, uh, it was the L. And, uh, you know, the dog didn't perceive me as a threat or something. But uh, normally that dog was pretty vicious to people, I guess. That's what a cool thing. Yeah. yeah. Just, wow. Just an interesting side note of all, of all things. Then I've had bad trips on shrooms where I ended up in the medical tent with the calico uh, talking me through, you know, through it. These are your uh, arms? From the hog farm. Yeah. And uh, God bless her heart, you know, she's gone now, but uh, she helped me a lot one night. I've, I've, I've been there after a show at the Forum in L.A. I, I lost my my cookies big time and it, it you know that's that's the thing about this community of people these brothers and sisters that we hang out with is that when that happens typically there's somebody there to to help you get back typically yeah all right take care yeah. of each other mm -hmm. yeah, yeah and, and usually in multiples too there's you know the question always is are you kind and that's part of being kind you know helping somebody who's uh having a little trouble yeah it and happens regardless of what their trouble is totally and i think that you hit the nail on the head too is that there's got to be reverence to the thing 
and intention, reverence and intention behind it. And when you do that, it's a recipe for something beautiful. And when you don't, you're on your own. I mean, I like it. Yeah. I like that thought. Yeah. <laughs> you're on yeah. your fucking own, man. Good luck, brother. <laughs> See you on the other side. It's, it's these things that we know, we all know, and we all do every day, but we, we rarely uh, voice them. You know, we we rarely speak about them, but we just things that naturally come to us. But it's good to speak of these things. Yeah, man. I yes. that that's kind of what we started with. No simple road was like, you know what? We're all having these experiences behind the music, and it's always like happening with just our crew and then nobody says anything about it afterwards but we're all doing it and we're all <laughs> experiencing it so why isn't anybody fucking talking about it because yeah. I know I've had hard times and I've had amazing times and if I can talk about it and just by being me and speaking it's gonna help somebody out there man that's that's beautiful that's awesome that, yeah that is that is good um your show, David Gann's show, Big Steve's show, they're, they're all, you know, putting voice to these things and also letting people, like I'm doing right now, you know, add to the conversation. And that's, that's great of you guys. Oh, thanks, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. And, you know, not for nothing, but, like, getting to hear your take on things and where you're coming from in your head and from your space adds a dimension to the music for us that listen and hear you that wouldn't be there otherwise because now I know where your root is mm-hmm. and, and I, you get what I'm saying like I, I I can tap into your frequency easier because I know where, you, where you. your heart lies and so <laughs> when I when I get to the show finally and you start playing those licks I know where it's coming from and it's like click I'm right there with you well, that's very nice. Thank you. Yeah, man. Thank so you. I appreciate what you're doing, Craig. And, and yes. you yeah, guys, thank you for, gonna, for keeping it going. We're going to keep doing it as long as, as long as folks keep coming to the shows. I've got a band. I can't wait to, <laughs> to share a hug with you at, the, at Skull and Roses, man. Excellent. We don't have to wait too long. This beginning of April here. I know. Time goes by fast. Nice. Very fast. Yes. <laughs> I, encourage, I encourage everyone to go out of their way to make that show because it's going to be a uh, very special event. Can't wait, man. And it's, a, it's an honor to have you on, and I appreciate your time, man. You bet. All right, brother. We'll see you soon in a yeah, couple months. Yeah, Roses. Great okay. to you. Nice to talk to you. We'll see you soon. Have a beautiful day. Stay Enjoy happy. the storm. Yeah. Oh, I am. I am definitely. Thanks, right. guys. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Later. What a cool that was a good fucking con- that was wow, a really good man. conversation. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow, man. Huh? Uh-huh. Wow. That was another person that had a lot to say that there wasn't there wasn't too much to they've been around thirty two years. You can't find out much about them other than little band bio and yeah. really got to know him. There's another brother sitting on the porch. <sighs> and the whole thing with the weather, that's perfect for yeah, you know, right. he was on his porch. Watching the storm and it brought the the LA storm right to our porch. It trips me out that like, I I guess it doesn't, it's not surprising. It's encouraging (laughs) is the word that I would use to like talk to a guy like that. And 
it just puts so into focus that the music is in such good hands mm -hmm. with people like that. That this guy, that's a soul fucking brother right there. That like he's coming from a beautiful place. Ah, has so much respect and love and admiration, reverence, yeah, reverence for the music and the legacy and yeah. And isn't like hell yeah, I'd, I'd play the Jerry Garcia spot in Cubensis, man. Like it, there's none of that shit. No way. No. Mm -mm. It's it wouldn't work. I mean, the, the well, sauce yeah, wouldn't you're, be right. You're true. You know, that's true. I'm true. You're true. Alex you're is true. true. Alex is true. Alex is true. The sun just came out. It did. I'm did my hand in its warm. My hand's the only part that's. It's in like the sun. putting your hand in the pool. Beep. Yeah. Yep. So, everybody out there, if after listening to that, and you live in Southern California or you're close or you're able. You really should come to fucking Skull and Roses with us, man. I, I was excited prior to this conversation just because we get to go, but yeah. I am really fucking stoked to get to go now. I'm really excited. Like, I have a sneaking suspicion that this is going to be super magical. Oh yeah, we're gonna. There's going to be a lot of people there. A lot of bands. We're going to see our boys, the Higgs, again, get to yeah. hang out for three days. O'Teal? Uh, O'Teal, Melvin, I mean, all the Zach? other. Zach? Uh, it's going to be something. So, yeah, man, if you're able and you live down there, grab a ticket and come hang out with us. Because this thing, at this point in the No Simple Road lifespan, we're doing one big festival a year. And this is it. This is what's happening this year. It's Skull and Roses. We got that official podcast thing going, and I, I can't think Amazing. of a better place for us to do our festival it, this year. No, no way. Yeah, no. Nope. It's gonna be something. So, Craig, thank you so much for coming on, man. And I really do appreciate your candor and your heart. And it comes through, brother. And I appreciate you and appreciate what Cubensis is doing and cannot wait to dance and groove to you guys. It's going to be so fun. Yes. So fun. So. It's going to be monumental. I can't believe this is yeah. happening. Yeah. Whose life is this, dude? Really? Yeah. And now we get to get ready for, well, by the time this comes out, we have already seen Phil. We'll have now we're going to get ready to go to Phil and Terrapin Family Band tonight. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, we're we get to go to a, a concert tonight. Yeah, we're going to a concert. I don't know, man. I think I got to wash my hair. We're gonna get to see Ross, who we've had on the show. We're gonna from see friends? Alex, who we've had on the show. Monica? No, yeah. oh, just kidding. Whatever. Just kidding. You're a funny guy. I am. I'm a comedian. So we love you guys, and can't wait to see all you down there. And if you haven't already, follow us on Instagram and give us those five-star reviews on iTunes because those mean the world to this family and this show. And head over to patreon.com forward slash no simple road and you can help keep the wheels on the bus from going flat and gas in the tank. Wheels and on oil. the bus go round and round. round and burritos. And round, round and round. What? Burritos, you got to keep your tummy full. Dude, yeah. For sure. Speaking of time, that's gas in the bus. I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm hungry. Big time. Oh. All right. So, <laughs> patreon.com forward slash no simple road is where you can uh, pledge the financials to the no simple road family and help us out and keep things going and keep the show free and help us continue to do this thing that we love doing and that you love listening to. 
and um, you can go to the reddit page r forward slash no simple road and check out all the stuff that's going on over there if you're all alone and you don't have somebody to go to a show with and you want to go and you bummed out go on there and post up and somebody will hit you up and you guys can go hang out together and that'll be fun because that's how we do what we do this is family it's all we've been talking about today so get involved and show up even if you don't do that part yeah come i'm sure somebody will dance with you i'll dance with you if you're in portland for sure yep i'm gonna dance with somebody tonight not you apple no. I'm dancing with you. I You're hate weird. it when you guys dance together. I'm glad to hear that. It, it's it kinda weird. makes it weird. It makes the whole room uncomfortable. Yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah. We the only know how to ballroom playing. dance with each other. So well, it when is guys, awkward when we start ballroom dancing. The, in the salsa of the moves that we both have, when we start oh, salsa dancing, it's on. I was going to say, you guys do have that moment <laughs> in every ballroom dance routine <laughs> that is just... The dip wow. is the wow. main, like, the Well, I'm wearing my flamenco shoes tonight. Sweet. I'm borrowing Mel's. Anyway... We love you guys. We'll see you soon next week with another episode. We'll be at Skull and Roses. We'll be down in L.A. for Love, love you, you down. down. I don't know if this is going to come out. After. This will be after. We were in L.A. for Love You Down. <laughs> Boy, was it something. It you yeah. should have been there. Um, and we'll see you on the other side, family. Love you. Be good. Love you. tell you about the april may 2023 issue of relics magazine features a dave matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the national graham nash wayne shorter alo ivan neville our friend eric krasno and stanton moore marty stewart and much more check out the latest version of relics and subscribe now at relics.com dmb thanks relics What's up, everybody? I am Finn McKenty, host of the Punk Rock NBA podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. My podcast is all about doing what you love for a living, and every week I sit down and talk to people who have done exactly that. For example, musicians like Tommy from Between the Buried Me, Matt from Periphery, Lil Lotus and Shinigami, among many others, photographers, artists, designers, YouTubers like Glenn Fricker and Sarah Dietschy, and I unpack exactly how they got to where they are today with the goal of helping you do the same. 
So if that sounds cool, you can listen and subscribe at soundtalentmedia.com, and I'll see you there.